Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. Gamification. Today we're talking about using gamification as a transformative tool for results. It's a process to better engage employees, provide better customer interaction, and enhance productivity. I'm Rick Gerard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to discuss and deconstruct insights from top-performing entrepreneurs and industry experts. Every week, we uncover tested tactical solutions to solve your company's toughest hiring challenges. Today, we have a special guest. We have Brian Anderson, CEO and founder of Telecomprehensive Solutions. Brian is... I just said the founder and CEO of Telecomprehensive Solutions, a telecommunications technology brokerage headquartered here in Orange County. Uh, Brian's also a keynote speaker and chair of the Business and Workforce Development Committee for the Greater Irvine Chamber of Commerce. He leads business attraction, retention efforts to unify the local startup ecosystem, connect with businesses, and provide education to empower Orange County's workforce and other strategic economic development initiatives. Boy, that was a tongue twister. <laughs> In addition, he also serves on the advisory council for the Southern California Hospice Foundation. Love that. Giving back. Brian, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show today. Well, thank you, Rick. Thank you for having me. appreciate being here. Yeah, and I'm going to have a little bit of a cough in my throat because I'm fighting a little bug, but um, bear with me, guys. That's okay. We'll tickle your funny bone along I, with your throat. That, that? <laughs> uh, I thought I felt something under the table. So, <laughs> Not that funny bone. <laughs> so we're going to cover a few things today. What is gamification, the benefits to a company using this process, and how to implement a process in your organization? So, Brian, I'm going to get you started. What is gamification? In a nutshell, gamification is a set of tools uh, that comes out of industrial and organizational psychology paired with business processes to drive better operational performance, engagement, reduce employee turnover, and really drive businesses to achieve the KPIs that they're looking to get. Okay. And this actually spun out of game companies, right, or game theory? Or... Game theory, correct. Yeah. Okay. So, like, uh, what, what's kind of the origin, or what is this? Well, um, I think... How what, did you learn about it, I should say? Well, I learned about it. I had a, a very good friend of mine, a gentleman named Tom Hitchcock, who unfortunately passed away a number of years oh, ago. Sorry about that. That's okay. He was a great friend, but uh, he was a uh, game reviewer and developer. He worked with a company called GameSpy hmm. and specifically worked on Half-Life. So when he was in the hospital, uh, we used to have a number of conversations about gamification theory, you know, how it applied to business, and it's just been a passion of mine for well over 15 years as a result. Wow. Okay. So um, it's not about turning everything into a game, right? It is. It is. It is. Everything, okay. everything in your life can be a game, right? Mm-hmm. And everything in your business can be a game. Sure. And we found that, you know, games are actually very engaging. Uh, they teach us at a better level than sitting in a classroom environment does. Mm-hmm. You know, being lectured to is not really a, a retention strategy. <laughs> It's not really that much fun, is what you're saying. It's not really that much Games fun. Games are much fun, much more fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So from the so. from the time that we're kids, you know, we learn to engage with the world and with, you know, our culture, with our environment through playing games. And uh, what organizational psychology really has developed along with behavioral psychology is that once we can get people engaged, which is what a game is designed to do, it's an engagement strategy. Yeah. And once people are fully engaged with what it is that's in front of them, they are better performing. 
And you know what's interesting is that games do an amazing job of engaging people. I mean, because if I mean, give a kid a, a, a new game on a phone, they'll sit there for hours, absolutely, and play. Right? They're addicted. But try to get their them to you know put away their clothes or you know make their bed. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Not addictive. However, yeah. even in parenting, gamification can be applied. If you can put together a game process for the chores for your kids where they're able to achieve rewards and get recognition for those things they're more likely to do it okay it's just a matter of finding a way to make it fun what are what are kind of the benefits then to applying this to an organization so as far as driving this into an organization really there's some key areas operational performance is a big one okay uh taking your Average employees and turn them turning them into rock stars is a big portion of this. That's possible. That is possible. Oh, that is possible as well as driving down uh, your or driving up your retention rates. Yeah, you know, driving driving down the employee loss and hemorrhaging that so many organizations are suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been an eighty seven percent reduction in employee turnover as a result of. Em- Employers who actually engage a gamification platform. Really? Absolutely. Um, it, it also has been demonstrated to be highly effective in recruiting processes. Um, you can gamify your recruitment strategies. Ooh. You can re- you can gamify your onboarding processes. All right, you open the door. So how do you gamify your recruiting strategies? Because this is th- this is interesting. So. Really, it's taking a deep look into what it is that you're doing, right? So there's sure. benchmarking processes that are involved with this. There's identification of strengths and weaknesses within the organization, mm-hmm. um, as well having your recruiters bought into a platform that actually rewards them for bringing in good talent. Sure. Other than a paycheck. Other than a paycheck. Yeah. Because people are achievement-oriented. They want some sort of payoff or price, right? Absolutely. So I would imagine that it would help to magnify the people who who are already achievers, but then what about the people who are just kind of not really achievement-oriented, which would be the masses? How does that increase performance for them? Because it engages them into the process, right? It gives, ah, it gives, so you get them addicted. You get them addicted. You, you create transparency in the organization and put them in a competitive environment with their other co- colleagues. Got it. And, you know, incent them to achieve those results and the drive the behaviors that you're looking for in those employees right yeah um you know so you can either have a punitive approach to this okay you know if, if my reward for doing my job well is that i don't get fired yeah that's not a great reward or snacks in the kitchen or snacks in the kitchen I mean, right? those aren't really that great a reward either a- absolutely now if i can do what i do on a daily basis and re- achieve points for that that can be a utilized for you know redemption of a rewards program through a through a company store yeah and i can get the swag that i'm looking for right or if i can earn an extra day of vacation because i've taken my satisfaction rate with my customers from 60 percent driven it up to 85 percent wow you know i'd like an extra day off how about you sure sure so, so is, is it actually geared toward the individual employee and what they so there must be some sort of assessment that needs to be done on the employee to make sure that you're kind of gamifying right for them. Absolutely. Okay. So, so really the process is working with the entire organization from, from bottom to top mm-hmm. to find out really what is the value structures. You know, why are those employees there? What are they looking to get out of their job? Yeah. What is it that motivates them? What are the motivations that the employer thinks motivate them? What is the delta between those two factors? And what is the value system that both the employees and the organization have, you know, from the management structure all the way down? Um, and how are those values actually aligned? 
So it it really is an enlightening process to go through to make sure that the employees that you have in place really are the employees that are going to help drive the mission going forward. And it also helps as a result to clarify really what that recruiting process looks like. You know, who who are those employees that you're looking for and how do we interview for those factors? So, but but if you're saying you can actually take an average employee yes. and, and kind of elevate their, their performance to be a rock star, right, which um, that that in itself is a huge challenge. Absolutely. If, if we could actually do that, then you really just need to match culture and then have the right platform or, or personality and, and culture and, and kind of who that person is and then have the right platform to plug them into, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it... The challenge always is to find out how what what are, what's holding your employees back right now. Yeah. Why aren't they invested? And how do we get them invested? And once they're engaged, now we can start to put metrics in place and really deliver some key data that will give us the data that we need to put the program together and to take them from their C level up to their A level. Yeah. And and so your feeling is that everybody really has an A level in them. It's just a matter of getting them there bringing it out right so mm-hmm. it's it's a management tool that takes the guesswork out of managing your employees okay so uh the majority though of the people that aren't achievement oriented what's the motivation there for them is it maybe just that they have a feeling that they're in control of their own destiny or i mean what, what would that be you know on, honestly it's on a case-by-case case yeah, okay. case basis it's as inv- individualized as we all are got it and so connecting with those internal motivations and finding out what is it that drives a customer service rep as opposed to somebody who's in sale, as opposed to one of your key accountants. You know, each of those individual roles have a particular type of a personality that generally is more inclined to excel within that environment. Yeah. And so what can happen as a result of instituting a gamification platform is you may be able to identify that you've got human resources currently in your organization that aren't in the right seat for them. That may be what's holding them back. That happens a lot, right? Absolutely. So if you can transfer them internally to another team and get the best productivity out of them, that still saves the cost of the turnover. You've already invested in the training. You've invested in the onboarding. But getting them more aligned with where they're going to achieve success is part of how this process works. Sure. Okay. So how much data comes into play when you're you're, – are you using analytics pretty – pretty significantly Abs- through the process absolutely yes. all right we're going to talk about platforms and stuff on the on the on the second half of the show but this is kind of fascinating to me so how do you how then do you manage like remote workers you know we got the gig economy coming up model where where people are all working from home and their own businesses um can that still be done absolutely and it can be done throughout every organization correct are there some organizations that are a little bit more effective to maybe want like to, to have this program, like maybe a customer service or... No, and global, over 50% of global brands are already utilizing this. Really? Yep. Uber was built off of this platform. Were they really? Absolutely. <laughs> they, <laughs> they might have been built off it, but they ain't using it now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, maybe they're going back to it, but... You, you, what what yeah. they didn't unfortunately focus on was using gamification for the recruiting process, which is where I think they're really suffering. Well, yeah, and retention process. I mean, I think mm-hmm. they, I think they did, made some bad moves with some of their drivers and that sort of thing too. But, but as far as their customers and engaging their customer base, it's been highly effective. And, oh, that, yeah. and that's the thing is that it doesn't have to be specifically an internal application. It can also be external as well to drive the behaviors that you want out of your customer base. Got it. Okay, this is a good time to take a break. Um, 
We're talking to Brian Anderson, CEO of Telecomprehensive Solutions. So we're going to take a quick break right now, and when we come back, we're going to actually talk about how to kind of implement this into your environment. Be right back. You're listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard, giving you access to recruiting techniques that will help you hire key talent to build your company towards real success. Rick is a recruiting executive and entrepreneur who's been successfully recruiting in the aggressive Silicon Valley technology landscape for the past two decades. After a very successful stint at Apogee, he founded Stride Search in 2012. Based on a lean efficiency model, Stride has uniquely positioned itself as a leader in retained search for the most critical talent hires within a small organization. Whether you're a startup executive or recruiting professional, by listening to Hire Power with Rick Gerard, you will walk away with skills to help you attract and hire great talent. Now back to Hire Power with Rick Gerard. Welcome back to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and today our guest is Brian Anderson, keynote speaker and CEO of Telecomprehensive Solutions. So we just discussed a little bit about gamification, and now we're going to explore a little bit more about how to implement it. So, you know, I, I read a Gallup poll that came out, I think, last year that the U.S. economy loses about $550 billion per year um, to non-engaged employees. Absolutely. So, God, if you could make a dent in that, that would be massive. All right, so let's talk about what a game looks like. Like, what is a game, right? Like, what? how do you create these games for, I mean, we're not playing board games, right? I mean. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, you, you, there there are different types of games that you can put in. Sure. Right? Um, the majority of what a gamification platform, though, is, is overlaying technology across your tech stack, the programs that you're already utilizing to drive the metrics for your KPIs and give you dashboards to help analyze that data. Um, It's a system of rewards for employees to get the behavior that they're looking for uh, tied into value statements and those processes, optimizing those processes to be more efficient. Okay. Right. So it's really a combination of a number of different disciplines with technology being the primary driver. Got it. Now, there's quite a few technology platforms that are out there that actually help you implement this, correct? Absolutely. That landscape has been exploding over the last several years. Yeah. I I did quite a bit of research last night, and I came across, like, at least 30 companies that are all really kind of... Five five years ago, there was about eight major players in this sector. Mm -hmm. Um, As of my last research into this, we have 122 different organizations worldwide that are launching their own gamification platforms. Each of them are in different stages of development. Each of them focus on different areas, whether that be marketing, whether that be sales, whether that be human resources, customer customer relationship management. There's a number of different areas that this technology can be applied. Is there a one-size-fits-all platform, or are they all just modular? Modular. <laughs> Modular. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, tongue twister. Um, so integration is one one of the up and coming, you know, f- yeah. functionalities of technology and IT, what's going on, you know, within how do we maximize our existing investment and the development of open source APIs to talk to, you know, legacy technology platforms has been instrumental in the development of these gamification platforms. Okay. Um, so the quick and dirty answer is no. There's nothing that's comprehensive across the entire environment. Got it. It's going to be a combination of some out-of-the-box options uh, paired with custom-developed technology and you know, in, in-house programming resources um, really to deliver an effective program across so the I, entire organization. If I'm a small company, you know, 10, 15 employees, and I'm getting started and I want to develop one of these things, 
would I go to like a Badgeville or a Bunchball or something and try and Badgeville, Bunchball, Funify, uh, Game Effective, you know, teams, uh, fantasy team sales for Microsoft. It just depends on what your technology ecosystem actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is your organization based in the Microsoft environment? Are you an Oracle database? You know, are you an SAP? Are you a Google platform? You know, Google G Suites and, you know, so it's Google based Cloud on whatever platform? technology you have implemented in your. Primarily, that so, that would be how you would identify which vendor is going to be the best for you. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, how does somebody get started? By becoming committed. Okay. So, just as people are utilizing gamification for themselves, you know, if you've ever invested in a Fitbit to monitor your own health and your activity. I have not. Well, you know, a lot of people are starting yeah, to do that, totally. right? And they're gamifying simple <laughs> things like, you know, their own health. But it takes that decision. It takes yeah. a commitment to say, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy that Fitbit and I'm going to get my 10,000 steps in a day. Yeah. And I may only start out at 2,000, but that constant reminder and the the desire for that reward to get that badge that, hey, I've exceeded my goal and the validation and you know the, the adrenaline bump that you get from that recognition, sure, that's what you need to be motivated by in order to actually engage in this process. So I get that from jujitsu. Like, Whenever I armbar choke somebody, you know, I get a little bit of a, yeah, absolutely. So, and, and the martial arts have been utilizing gamification for their entire history, but yeah. through the recognition and the awarding of different belts as you move up through yeah. mastery levels. Totally. It's so simple yet. Duh. <laughs> it, 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 it's what I like to call the hidden obvious, right? Right. It, yeah. It, it's right there in front of us, but we don't have a lens to see it. Yeah. Absolutely. So do you have to go and find somebody who's an expert in gamification to kind of implement this process within your organization? Or can a CEO kind of take it upon themselves to do that? They can take it upon themselves. Um, They will get the best result out of bringing in somebody who's competent in this area, has worked to deploy these programs in the past, and understands how to structure them. Is there like a certification or something? There are certifications available. Oh, really? Absolutely. Uh, Through... I mean, and, and that's something that's probably pretty crucial for this? Um, not necessarily, okay. right? Um, because it is it is an extensive field. Now, there are consulting companies that come out of the educational, you know, the academic arena. Industrial yeah. organization psychology is one of the 13, you know, recognized disciplines here in the United States for, mm-hmm. for psychology. And you can get certified in that. Okay. Um, understanding that culture is part of it, right? But there's also the technology component and understanding that. So typically the people who are familiar with the technological applications of this and the requirements, uh-huh. they're not going to hold a certification in IO that's going to come out of a psychology background. So it's a matter of assembling the right team Got it. to put together to actually achieve these. Is that an organizational development function? Can be. Okay. Just depends on the organization. It depends on the organization. Okay. Yes. So you've, You've committed to it. You found somebody who's going to drive this. Now what do you do? Now you have to go through that benchmarking process. You need to really take a firm and honest look at the results that you're getting currently. How is your data organized? What do you already know about your organization? Where are you trying to get? Where where is that delta between those two? Mm -hmm. Um, Sit down and actually have interviews with everybody at every level of the organization. You know, where these implementations typically fall short is management will implement Implement a gamification platform for you know their lower tiers of the employee of the employment bench, mm-hmm. and not participate in that process themselves, and so it's not adopted uh, across the entire organization as a cultural initiative. 
And at that point, you're setting it up for an us versus them game. Got it. Where your employees feel betrayed because why are they being held accountable to these results, but management isn't participating. So management has to participate as well. Absolutely. It has to be buy-in across the organization. So, yeah, I mean, basically it shows transparency and accountability across the org. So that's brilliant. I like that. So you use the data. um, You've got it implemented. Now, uh, is there any kind of particular things that work better than others in taking that mediocre employee and making them a rock star things that work better than others yeah you know having having rewards that don't suck <laughs> work, works better than having rewards that do suck right um there's a cup of coffee you, you know it's it's the difference between manipulation and uh invitation right yeah you know is it you know manipulation is great it gets me what i want right sure but invitation gets us what we want right yeah and and so it really like is that. transforming your i'm gonna steal that from you by the way. that's a, that's fine you're, wel- like that. you're welcome to poach whatever you need <laughs> i like that um okay i'm sorry i cut you off so um it, but let's say for example millennials is you know you hear a lot of people complain about millennials and i would imagine in this environment they're going to thrive in the gamification absolutely absolutely this is they're, they're, we grew up with video games. We grew up with. Video I mean, games. our generation kind of did because we started it, but they're purely into it, right? They, they've got screens everywhere they go. Yeah, and they're able to engage with those. I mean, we used to have to have the controllers. You know, the first game platform that I played was on Intellivision, and most people haven't heard of that, but it would interface with I remember Atari. That actually, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, it had the little disc and it had the controller with you know a numeric That's pad on it too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. And, and, you know, it was 8-bit, and it was fantastic. It was great. Um, you know, but but growing up, you know, we went through, you know, the development of PC-based gaming. We went, started to have, you know, better consoles through Nintendo, through Genesis, through, you know, PlayStation. And we were part of that evolution where, yeah. where you know, kids today, you know, and the millennials, right, you know, they grew up with that already formulated. Yeah. You know, they already had better games than we did, right? Yeah. Um, so, so they understand that, that culture. And there have been implementations. Um, I believe it was Allstate went through this they went through a training program they wanted their reps to know more about their product base and their millennial employees were more engaged with the gamification platform for that training resource that they put together than you know their their you know uh older constituents you know um and and that is a cultural shift yeah you know and i read last night that target did this too with their cashiers Target so they did a little cashiers. game where, like, they had a little green and, green and red light, and essentially, like, they would it would mark the time on how long it took to cash somebody out, mm-hmm. and then they have a little contest about it. Absolutely, Hyatt, Hyatt did it with their in-house staff at each of their hotels to let them know how they could engage with their with their guests and deliver a better customer service experience. Okay, so how do I roll this into like a product development organization? Let's uh, say a small software company where I'm trying to get my people, like I don't have a lot of resources, but I'm trying to get my people kind of to buy in and really be engaged in drive product development. That's kind of a different animal a little bit, huh? That is a different animal, you know? And we'd have to put some thought and some research behind it, you know? But but really the question is for, for that software developer, you know, what are their KPIs? What is it they're looking for? They're looking to generate code. You know, as yeah. qu- as quickly as possible, and with as least amount of errors right. as possible. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, so part 
a lot of that can be monitored through their standard management process. Yeah. You know, but for them, it may be more of an application uh, external to the organization. You know, what, how are they interfacing with their customers? What are those customer behaviors that they're really looking to have? Yeah. How do they get in front of the right people more effectively? It may be a marketing application for them rather than an internal organizational application. Yeah, and one last thing that I, I saw that was kind of interesting is that Ford Motor Company actually used it as well. And they saw a 417% increase in their engagement with both customers and their their employees. Absolutely. I mean, those numbers are staggering. That's like... So it is transformative. Why, are, why aren't we doing more of that? You know, it's really been a matter of the technology being able to catch up with the theory. Yeah. Right? Uh, we're finally at a place because of the development of open APIs where we can reach back into legacy technology stacks and start to get the metrics that are needed to help drive these initiatives. Yeah, and there's a lot of companies that are doing analytics now, too. Mm -hmm. And so uh, with the kind of verge of big data, I mean, we're able to take everything now and analyze it and get accurate pictures of things, which right. is amazing. You know, and analytics is great. Having all that information is fantastic. It's a new, wonderful resource that's never been there before. Uh -huh. But applied analytics is what's going to drive the innovation and the success that organizations are looking for. Yeah. So this is really good stuff. I, I guess um, I... I think the last thing is, and we'll talk later off air because I'm curious of how you could really pull this into a recruiting process. Oh, recruiters are doing it. Well, recruiters, yes, but but, and maybe it's to keep the recruiters motivated more so than the engagement piece of getting the the candidates or the the people, the prospective employees, motivated. No, no it's a great way to actually um, vet potential candidates within an organization by creating a. You, you can put a gamification platform into your recruiting process hmm. to help screen out those employees that are not going to be a fit early on before you even engage in the in-person interview environment. So basically, hey, uh, before you apply, check out that game and play it. Yes, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And so you have to actually come in and create some sort of game, some sort of little video game that would actually... Ooh, that would be interesting. So I, I could see a lot of interviews going that way. Yeah, there, the there's, a, there's a software there. developer that's actually using it for employees that have actually already been hired. One mm -hmm. of the first things they do in their onboarding is they put them together in an escape room. Okay. And this team of new hires needs to figure out how to get out of this room, solving a number of different challenges that are sure. in front of them as a team. So it, it takes that new class of recruits and gives them a bonding experience right out the gate. So they're bringing saw into the hiring process. Absolutely. You know, it's, 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 it sounds more terrifying than it is. I haven't done an escape room, but I hear it's fun. Have you done one yet? I've not. Okay. I've not. It's, it's, it's on my list. If I wasn't up, you know, burying my head in reports about these things until two o'clock every morning, you know, I might find the time. <laughs> no, this is awesome information, by the way. So, um, you know, we're just about out of time. So let's let's do a quick rundown of, of takeaways for everybody. Um, what What's the best thing for somebody to do right now if if they're interested in kind of implementing a, a more engaged approach to, to managing their employees? Identify the one thing that they really need to improve on okay. and start thinking about how they can gamify that process. How can they build in rewards and how can they build in the analytics that they need to start driving those results forward. Excellent. I love that. 
So we're just about uh, just about out of time for today's show. My cough went away. Thank God, Brian. Thanks again for your time investment today in our show. Rick, and thanks for having me. welcome to the Higher Power Radio community. I'm glad to be a part of it. Now, I'm sure uh, some of our audience are going to want to get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, they can reach out to me uh, via my website, which is telecomprehensive.com. Okay. Um, or they can send me an email, which is my first initial and last name, so B Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-E-N at telecomprehensive.com. Perfect. And a um, little plug on your company. What does Telecomprehensive do? So we're a telecommunications and technology consulting and brokerage firm. Nice. So we work with organizations, everything from SMB to enterprise, to take a look at what they're doing with their existing technology stack and find areas that we can optimize their spend and drive the results that they're looking for. So everything from phone systems to internet to video surveillance, collaboration platforms, CRM systems, you know, nice. we're, we're a broad service provider. All right. You hear that, guys? When you get started and you get the money, first you call Brian and you oh, get my, all your systems in place. The, the majority of my services, as far as identifying platforms, are at no cost to my clients. Oh, there you go. The vendors pay me. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> hey, so I would uh, recommend calling Brian right away if you, it, if you it, need it, that. It's worth having a chat. Absolutely. So... I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in to this week's episode of Higher Power. You guys have been awesome. Uh, quick thanks to our team, our engineer, Paul Roberts, our producers, Andrea Ballin, Shanti Ryle, and Kim Iverson. To listen to this show and any past episodes, you can check out our podcast at higher, H-I-R-E, powerradio.com, or check us out on iTunes at Higher Power Radio. Uh, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Higher Power Radio Show, or you can follow me on Instagram at Rick Gerard, G-I-R-A-R-D-1. We have another great show lined up for you guys next week. Our guest is going to be Joe Aberthison. He's the president and creative architect of Wobble Entertainment and Good Games. We're keeping up with the gaming theme. You see what I did there? Absolutely. Love it. So they do... Uh, Can I sit in? Yeah, absolutely. Can we it's, hang out again? It's EDM Gaming Tailored Brand Development. All right. Hey, hey. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard on OC Talk Radio.